This is Partners in Practice, a weekly series dedicated to the evolving field of the advanced practice clinician. Here is your host physician assistant, Lisa DeAndre Linnell. Over 40 years ago, the title physician associate was changed to physician assistant. On Monday, April 5th, 50 PA leaders stepped forward to have the title changed back to associate. This is not a new issue. Over the years, there have been many attempts to change the name without any success. But timing is everything. And this time, it's different. Physician Associate, a change whose time has come. With me today is Bob Blum. Bob has been a practicing surgical physician assistant for 40 years and is immediate past president of the Association of Plastic Surgery Physician Assistants. Bob and his supervising physician, received the first AAPA Paragon Award for the Physician PA Team, and he is a recipient of the John W. Kirkland Award for Excellence in Surgery. Bob is a distinguished fellow of the AAPA and serves as a national consultant for PAMP services. He is one of the PA profession's most respected leaders, and we are happy to have him on the show today. Hi, Bob. Welcome to Partners in Practice. Thank you very much, Lisa, and it's a pleasure to be with you. Bob, it's been a very busy time in the PA world and strong emotions on both sides of the PA name change debate. Could you summarize for us the issues of changing the name from physician assistant to physician associate? Well, the issue of changing this name from assistant to associate has appeared on just about every PA website and blog for the past month to five weeks, with the exception of the AAPA. There have been new websites that have been devoted to this issue alone. One of the comments that were made by a PA responding on a blog on Clinician One suggested that perhaps we look to Merriam-Webster and her definition. He said, let's look at assistant, one who assists, a helper, and then associate, one associated with another as a colleague. This properly describes the relationship between a physician and a PA. The physician is the senior colleague, and our name should represent how we serve the American public. So let's talk about the recent letter that stirred all of this up. The letter spearheaded by Dave Mittman, a longtime name change advocate, and then signed by 50 prominent PAs. And these PAs represent every corner of the PA profession, and it's an impressive list. And this list has continued to grow, and it's making quite an impact. Bob, What does this letter stand for? Well, unlike the signers of the Declaration of Independence, the signers are not going to be hung or summarily shot in a firing squad. I hope not. We're both on that list. (laughs) (laughs) But, But our names are out there because we're leaders in state and national and specialty and educational organizations, and we believe in this so strongly that we're willing to put ourselves on the line and suffer ridicule or finger-pointing or exclusionary activities because this is that important to the profession today. Well, the PA profession has a full plate of important issues. Do you see this as the most important issue for PAs right now? As the most important issue? Definitely not. The most important issue relates to the fact that PAs are sitting at the table as healthcare in America is being discussed by President Obama and his administration. We have a voice in this plan. We've been recognized as PAs. So, Bob, why now? 
Why is it important to start the process of changing the PA name now? Well, there are a number of reasons, Lisa, but just to name a few, it's to stop the confusion. Many other types of assistant with as little as five weeks of education or training can become some type of medically related assistant. And all too often, we're confused with these other assistants, which interferes to a degree with our purpose. Some may say, well, I've just seen the assistant. When am I going to see the doctor? Patients, administrators, government agencies, universities, and even the NCCPA needs to see that this is a conundrum. Hospitals, administrators, and physicians need to understand that we are masters prepared professionals, tasked with examining, ordering tests, interpreting those tests, developing a differential diagnosis, and using our technical medical skills along with prescriptive authority to treat the patient's illness or injury. How many assistants out there have prescriptive authority? How many assistants out in our healthcare system have the ability to write for Schedule II through five drugs? This is the work of an associate, a colleague. And if we can see a patient independently, then we're demonstrating our value to them as employers and to the entire healthcare system. Legislatively, we are dependent practitioners with a supervising physician who is available to us for consultation at any time and whose suggestions we will follow as if they were personally present. But while we're at the table in Washington, D.C., we can communicate that we as a profession may desire to change our name, but our duties remain the same, and in any of this legislation that's discussed, that the lawmakers may use both titles, assistant and associate. Well, based on what you said, this isn't only an important issue for PAs. It's also an important issue for the physicians that we work for and with. Why is this important for physicians? Tell us that. Well, by definition, the PA profession works closely with physicians. I'd go as far as to say that we work collegially. Today, we are, in fact, their associates, by definition of the word. And this is important for physicians because they need their patients to have confidence in the professional who delivers their health care or in their behalf. I go to an internist who has, five years ago, a new PA called Gina. She's my PA now. That's the person I see. Today, five years later, the physician does the annual physicals and does the more complex problems or will, you know, have questions answered. But otherwise, she takes care of all of the needs. They are an example of a team working according to the prescribed directives or the most efficient relationship. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMDXM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and I'm speaking with Bob Blum, practicing PA for 40 years and national consultant for PANP services. And we're discussing the recent push for a name change from physician assistant to physician associate. So, Bob, I've been practicing for 10 years, and I have to tell you that in my career, I have never seen the PA community pull together with such enthusiasm before. 
there are so many PA issues that have been voted on and implemented and very few voices were ever heard. I have felt an excitement from everyone in the PA community, students, educators, leaders, MPs, MDs, military, you name it. They've logged, blogged, Twittered, called, written. What's your take on the current climate among PAs on this issue? You get me excited by even describing in that manner. (laughs) I'd say it's electrically charged. We have leaders' petitions support. We have surveys, websites, articles. Advance for PAs has a survey. Physicianassociate.com has 1,775 members that have signed on as of yesterday. And who do they represent? They represent students, new graduates, people like yourself who have practiced for 10 years, all the way to people like myself who are called dinosaurs. Whether they be age 24 all the way up to 74, there's a groundswell of support. And to be fair, there are still a number who are content with being called an assistant. I got an email today from Mike Jones who said on Physician Assistant Forum, There have been 4,463 views of our letter and nine pages of discussion. Wow. And there's a YouTube video, and this is on Clinician 1, about the name change that's had over 10,000 views, which makes it the fastest-growing physician assistant video ever. All right, so let's dig down a little bit into the core of the issue. Some are saying that it's just about an ego, we don't like assistant, we'd rather be associate, but really that's not what it's about. The real key issue here is patient understanding, and PAs struggle with the need to explain to patients what a physician assistant is all the time, and all PAs understand how this feels to explain to a patient that we're actually qualified to care for them, but many argue changing the name now would muddy the water. Do you think that changing from assistant to associate would actually help the patients better understand the care they're getting and help PAs integrate more seamlessly through the healthcare system, especially with the pending national healthcare plans? Well, I think basically what you're asking is, do you think that the present name assistant is confusing to the public? And as a response then, I'd say a thousand times yes. As long as there are medical assistants, dental assistants, nursing assistants, and a dozen others the public becomes increasingly confused. They argue with some that, yes, now we need to see the doctor. Or a Chinese PA commented on one of the blogs that in Chinese, physician assistant is a medical assistant. Or someone who's been rendering care for 10 years may say that a patient has commented to them, what a shame. You're so good at what you do. You've cared for my family so well. Why don't you at least become a nurse? Well, thanks for television, the history of excellent care that we've given. The moniker of PA is known and respected, but many do not know that it means assistant. The definition belittles the initials. Based on what you've been hearing, how is the AAPA and the current candidates, how do they stand in the name change? Well, to date, the AAPA is our parent organization and is, by their statement, the official voice of the profession. But the voice needs to utilize their ears in order to communicate the wants, needs, and desires of its members. I need to underscore that the voice must reflect the will of both AAPA members and members of the profession at large. Most candidates agree that the name is poor, and 100% responded to my request that they make a statement, and that just 
was very gratifying. But that demonstrates to me that this slate of AAPA leaders is at least listening. Some were pro, some were on the fence, and a minority against. And personally, I don't care where they stand as long as they're responding and they're hearing. Do you think this will bring PAs closer to the AAPA or drive them further away? I envision this as a meeting place of all PAs from all generations. I do not personally see this as an Armageddon. If this is the will of the profession, then the Academy is mandated to pursue this issue positively and energetically, and this action will boost its membership. Every leader who signed on will support the AAPA in this endeavor and will encourage their followers to join the Academy and to help shoulder the burden philosophically and financially. All right, Bob, so moving forward, do you think we should poll the profession and see what the PAs want? Yes, but when we say poll the profession, it's the entire profession. The AAPA survey addresses 40% of the profession, mainly its membership. The two questions that need to be asked on the AAPA survey, which is the best way we feel to poll the profession, is number one, which name reflects what you wish for the initials PA to represent, physician assistant or physician associate? And number two, are you willing to support the uphill financial responsibilities that accompany that decision, and will you become a new member or return to the AAPA membership roles if we pursue this issue? And I think that's very, very important. Both those questions need to be answered in order for them to begin to spend money. So, Bob, in closing, where do we go next? Well, one of my favorite expressions is that you pay a price to gain a prize. The answer to these critical questions will determine our future. Working together as both a profession and the AAPA will ultimately capture the prize. If this is not the will of the profession, Speaking personally, I will never speak to this issue again. The poll will decide this once and for all. So I have a battle cry for the rest of this year and for next year also. And that battle cry is onward to a polling of the profession. Thank you, Bob, for coming on the show. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'd like to thank my guest, Bob Blum, for discussing the issues surrounding the PA name change from assistant to associate. And I hope the momentum for this change continues to grow and that it sparks a healthy, needed debate among PAs and the leaders of our organizations. You've been listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD XM160. You can download this program and any other program in our library at ReachMD.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening.